It's a trap! Hello and welcome to Radio TCX, your weekly source for X-Wing news and strategy. I'm Tim Dugan, and I'm joined by my usual co-host, Carson Ray. Hey, everybody. Great day to talk about X-Wing. And our other usual co-host, John McDermott. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to talk about some more points. Yup. Should I say hey, everybody, too? You guys both said hey, everybody. So, hey, everybody. We're going to talk about some points uh, this week, we're going to be wrapping up our discussion of the June-slash-July points update. So we're going to cover Scum and Villainy, and then both of the sequel factions, Resistance and First Order. Yeah, August is almost over, so that makes sense. Getting to the end of the line here, and then we'll be back to not having any new content to talk about. I guess we're getting new releases soon. That's not true. I don't know what you're talking about. We got we got Galaxy tournaments going on. We're getting a whole metagame happening on Tabletop Simulator. It's great. Who knew that seven of the same ship is good in X-Wing? Uh, I think just six, but you know what? Nantexes are awesome. Got that bullseye. Anyway, we're here to talk about points, though. Uh, let's get into it. All right, so we, we ran out of time for scum, I guess, last week, so we, we better get them in today. Yeah, and we'll do them first and foremost so we don't have to disappoint you anymore, Carson. Well, you know what? Scums, they came out pretty well in this points update. A lot of great changes, you know, a lot of new awesome ships added to hyperspace. Um, you know, talked about large base ships coming. You know what? They're back. We got Han Solo and L337 in the Falcon for hyperspace. And they get to be paired with Lando in the escape craft. So that's great. Yeah, we're seeing, uh, uh, again, trying to get thematic here, um, Fantasy Flight giving us just kind of a couple configurations, so you don't get all the pilots for these ships, but you can run kind of a solo, a Star Wars story-themed squad here. Kind of like what we're seeing with the Rebels stuff, where you could run most of the uh, Ghost team together. Have you guys ever seen anyone fly a Scum Falcon that wasn't Han Solo? I haven't. I'm just curious. Uh, I am, like, pausing and drawing blanks. <laughs> I was I've seen L337 on the table a lot, but always just piloting that escape craft. Yeah. Um, I was unpacking X-wing stuff at my new house the other day, and uh, I pulled I pulled out the model for Lando's Falcon, and that thing is sweet, man. It's awesome. The, it's, it's like cool really model. cool. <laughs> yeah, that removable like escape craft is pretty sweet. I also just that white and blue color scheme is awesome. Yeah. Super rad here. So that's exciting to see. Hopefully we'll get to, get to see some play here in hyperspace. In addition to those two ships, we also saw the Scum Falcon title come out. Um, so you can you know equip that on your Han Solo or L337 Falcon. Um, we also saw Bosk and Lots Rousey for the YV-666 ship uh, added to hyperspace. Yep, so FFG definitely doubling down here on adding large bases, uh, which we're already starting to see represent a lot more in uh, the Galaxies tournament going on right now. Yeah, with that, you also get Boss, Gunner, Houndstooth, and I think most notably that Z95 AF4 Headhunter. Um, Scum's had you know a decent amount of light fighters in their hyperspace options. You got the the Seeks and the TIE Fighters, but Z95's pretty great light fighter. Great addition for Scum there, and of course, pairs great with the Houndstooth. 
it's kind of cool to see between the Rebel and Scum hyperspace editions the kind of trend to include large base ships that have a small ship that can dock or kind of like leave from the ship in some fashion. So it's just oh, kind sure, of a yeah, cool, yeah. cool little pattern there. A sub theme they're kind of adding to hyperspace, sure. And I like that mechanic. It's kind of cool and interesting, and I feel like you don't see it that often outside of the Ghost primarily. Um, but I know, you know, when that Scum Falcon first came out, there was a lot of autopilot drone just kind of flying in there and blowing up and doing some crits. But uh, it'll be cool to see if people integrate these uh, Houndstooth cards also into their lists. Yeah, I mean, it, what is it, like six points to uh, do the Nash to Pup thing, right? Like, it's barely anything. It's dirt cheap. It's sub 10 points for sure. So lots of cool additions there coming into hyperspace. A few large base ships, which goes with the theme. Fantasy Flight pushing large base now into the format and trying to get people to fly those. So um, a lot of options now across a bunch of different factions. So I would expect to see some more large bases uh, out there from this point forward. Well, with some pretty dramatic points drops you know especially in that falcon han solo going down six l337 going down six to 48 or 41 points respectively yeah you're gonna see those see play um that's like a really affordable large base ship obviously that falcon you know it's got kind of a weak offense um but with ways to really boost it up so you got you gotta you know have room for those upgrades but dropping that much points really makes that pretty easy yeah, Scum has access to a lot of pretty cheap Initiative 6 pilots, especially in hyperspace. Now you've got Han Solo at 48, you've got Fen Rao, and then I've also got Dengar, and you can fit all three of those ships into one list. Yeah, I mean, conversely, balancing things out, Boba Fett goes up one point, that's fine. Unplayable, um, one point increase, up to 86. <laughs> right, but I, <laughs> what's nice here is we're seeing, you know what, Boba Fett's still great, but we're seeing incentive to mix things up a bit. Get some Han Solo in there. That's great. Also seeing Bosk and Lots Rousey come down uh, two points and one point respectively in that Houndstooth. Bosk down to 60 and Lots down to 56. The Bosk crew also down one point to nine. I don't know if I expect to see the Bosk crew coming up, but having um, a 12 hit point large base ship for like 56 points there with Lots or even 60 with Bosk on the high end, uh, that seems pretty affordable because you can fit a bunch of those E95s in addition to that. Yeah, those YVs, I mean, they can push out a lot of damage. Got that wide firing arc. Yeah, they do go down if people focus fire them. Um, but that, you know what, that's what you got the Houndstooth for. Uh, I think one of the most appropriate changes that we saw uh, in hyperspace and extended is the uh, increase to the Slave 1 title, which went up four points. So it's now five points, uh, which is getting a lot closer to where it should be because that thing was way too cheap for how powerful it was i'd pay 10 for it but tim i'm so good when i don't have to set my maneuver and get to change it after my opponent's ships move for one I point. Find x-wing is a lot easier if you can just like set the dial at whatever and make your decision later because i'm not i'm it's hard to plan in advance right like i don't know what my opponent's gonna do yeah why bother um yeah you know what five points still a pretty good upgrade five points to cheat man and you don't get in trouble for it yeah just change your dial it's fine um yeah all good changes there um hyperspace you know great new additions and i think the rebalancing of points looks pretty great there for scum uh we see a lot of changes though also in extended so uh more decreases to the uh customized yt 1300 lando goes down seven points down to 42 which is dirt cheap yeah it's insane 
And then the generic freighter captain goes down five to 41. So these things cost basically nothing at this point. Yeah, 41 points. That's like an X-Wing. Yeah, that's kind of, actually, I didn't think about it like that. That's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, think about, like, a B-Wing, you know, that's got, like, eight hit points for one agility. So what you're saying is we got to get ready for the freighter captain meta, right? I mean, their offense is not great, but the mobile firing arc's pretty good. I, I think you, you want to go more in the name pilots than spamming these, but it's still a pretty affordable option. But, Carson, I want to buy four of these because the model's so sweet. Okay, why would you run the freighter captain at 41 <laughs> when you could take Lando for 42? Let's think about that. This is true. His ability is so good, too. It is a really good ability, yeah. What is it? What is Lando's ability again? I'm uh, if you're not stressed, you can take a stress token to reroll all your blank results. Oh, yeah, that is good. And yeah, I think, like, isn't there enough other, like, crew that are synergistic with having stress that would really make that beneficial for this ship? Yeah, well, and you can get, like, L337 makes your uh, banks blue eventually, right? When you yeah, flipper. when you're not yeah. shielded. Yeah. Saves oh, Lando, I forgot. That's Lando's ability super thematic, too. That's pretty mm-hmm. rad. Like, get the gambling thing in there. I mean, I think all of the Lando abilities across the game have something to do with re-rolling. Yeah, because the, the, isn't the crew, like, you spend a green token to re-roll two dice or something? Yeah. Uh, the scum that. one, yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. That's the only ran. Lando I know, yeah. Uh, we also saw over for the Aggressor, all the pilots going down by one point. So uh, Carson, I know, is excited about this. You know what? I am not the only one excited about this, okay? Uh, this is a great change. Uh, aggressors are awesome. You know, we've seen trends towards large bases, but here we have that elite fighter um, also getting some love. You know, we've seen defenders and E-wings get love. It's good that the scums, you know, prime elite fighter, the aggressor getting some love, you know, minus one point across the board. So we got 66 for a 62 for B 63 for C and 62 for D. Like that's great. You know, you can fit a decent three aggressor build. Um, I think you're better off with two, you know, really decked out or two plus one with the IG 88 D crew somewhere in the list. But you know, with these, you know, slight decreases, you get so much more options. And they've just been like a little bit um, away from being great, you know, and even this past weekend, um, we saw some aggressor builds do pretty well in the Galaxies tournament. So exciting things for aggressor fans all around. Time to crack out the Brobots again. That's right. Hey, you watched IG-88 in The Mandalorian. Great, great dude. Super rad. Just a, just a good robot kind of following the rebel trend as well we also saw some of the hawk 290 pilots over for the scum version of the ship i don't recognize any of these uh (laughs) scum hawk pilots (laughs) base bonar who's that guy spice runner actually spice runner is awesome at 28 Uh, points too like super affordable and come on guys the name dace bonarm is kind of incredible right i mean it's a cool name i just wish it was on something other than a hawk no one ever takes dace you take Paylob or you take Torkoal or you don't take a Hawk. <laughs> Those are your three options. <laughs> Words to live by. That's right. He's not wrong. All right. Uh, Lancer Pursuit Crafts. These guys just keep going down each update. <laughs> you know, Asajj Ventress, 69. Ketsuono, 67. Uh, great price points. You know, one thing we do have to keep in mind here, though, is 
you know, we do have a nerf to tractor. But gosh, this is the stat line on a Shadowcaster. That's great. Their dial's great. They got pretty good actions and a ton of great upgrade slots. You know, they are going to come in a bit pricier than your other large base options. But I think still definitely a very reasonable choice. They've got all those three blues, man. That's so good for That's a large right. base. Oh, yeah. They're so fast. I mean, a three-bank blue and a three-hard blue. It's pretty ridiculous. solid. Five and these things are sturdy, too. Like, ten hit points, two shields, eight hull. Really good. Asajj, yeah. especially with two force and two agility. Like, this thing's going to take a lot of damage to take down. And it's got a forward firing arc and the mobile firing arc, so you're shooting basically every turn for sure. And, I mean, even with the nerf to tractors, like, the reduced agility is still really good. So, I mean... Right. I, I mean... Moving ships with Ketsu, like, that was nice, but mainly you were just trying to reduce agility and blast mm-hmm. things off the board. Yeah. And it's a little harder, too, like, to proc some of those abilities just because they rely on that mobile arc so much, like, kind of being in both arcs or having your mobile arc and the same arc as your primary arc. So, I don't know. It It almost seems like you're still paying a lot for an ability you might not get the most mileage out of but the ship itself is just so good absolutely i mean i think you know shadowport hunter sabine wren you know they're significantly cheaper 59 points for sabine 55 for the shadowport hunter you know just taking a generic big base filler ship like that's gonna do some work that's gonna really make your opponent um, work for those points and just put a lot of pressure on the table take three of them why not uh, we also saw some point drops for all of the. Oh, I hate, I hate saying the name of this ship. The Quadrajet Transfer Space Tug. You did it. Nice I did job. It. I got Tim. through it. The quad jump. The point spread on this is pretty funny. Yeah, this one's pretty great. We're getting to the point where they're like almost all exactly the same. Um, we saw a three point drop on Constable Zuvio and Sarko Plank, so they are thirty points and twenty nine points respectively. Um, and then Unkar Plutt and the Jakku Gunrunner both went down one, so they're also both 29 points. So I'm yeah, so sad. FFG, <laughs> why couldn't they go all the way and drop Zuvio down to 29? Because he's so much better. You got to pay that premium extra <laughs> one point for Constable Zuvio. And then all the others, they're the same. We can't tell the difference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we hear, of course, another tractor nerf having to be accounted for. Um, you know what? These are not bad filler ships. You know, getting that reverse maneuver as well, that's great. I forget that they have that all the time. It, do you guys think it's funny to have, like, I just think it's funny to have, like, Sarko, Plank, and the generic be the same price point? Because Sarko is just literally better. Like, slightly higher initiative, a good, always positive ability. Like No, but sometimes you want that lower initiative for blocking or just guaranteeing getting that tractor. So, you know. But we've, like, have we, are there any other cases where they've done that where they value them at exactly the same point total and one of them um, is you just could strictly look at, better? You could look at L337 and the generic Falcon, both 41 points. You mean something we literally talked about earlier? How am I supposed to pay attention to that? I don't know. It's like we wrote notes down or something, but <laughs> it's pretty oh, sure you even typed up it's the notes sad, today. It's sad. I wrote all these notes too. <laughs> um, Come on, okay, moving Come on. on we got, you know, Trandoshan Slaver in the YV-66 goes down one point. You know, all these are great. Um, Skurg, Captain Nim. Oh, man. Minus one point, 47. 
OP. I just read that name and still got a little triggered. I yeah, I got a little upset. <laughs> Flashing back to we got we got to let first edition. We got to forget that. Uh, oh, let man. Nim have his chance to shine again. I came back from working at summer camp and Nim was everywhere, and I was like, "Oh, I'm getting on that train," and I absolutely loved it. I flew Nimgar. I'm not ashamed. I mean, it it did work. Uh, I flew Nim Massage, and that was awesome. Oh yeah, that's fun. I think I had a Nim Ketsu build too at one point. I flew Imperial Aces without Palpatine because I'm a fool. That's why you're a first order player now. Yep. <laughs> you're just the Empire's fool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just a ton of changes for Scum here. Uh, you know, generally focus on that large base, but I think all pretty great changes around the board. Um, looking like a really strong faction in extended and hyperspace. I mean, who's not a fan, right? Well, I think now that we've uh, given Carson his fix and he's satisfied, we can just skip resistance and go right to first order. Yeah, you. Yeah, that sounds good to you, Carson. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, they just keep up in my A-wing pilots and points. So yeah, we can move. <laughs> Z- no, oh, we got to no, talk we- about Ray. We got to talk about Ray, guys. Well, so over on the resistance side, we saw just a few additions into hyperspace because they still don't have that many things to add. Um, but Elo Asti gets added uh, in the T seventy, um, which is pretty sweet. My favorite pilot for that ship, and I don't even fly that faction. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like his ability. Uh, yeah, I mean he's great. You know, just getting access to more initiative fives. Gosh, did this faction need any more initiative fives? <laughs> Whatever, it's great. Still no pattern analyzer for Neon though in hyperspace. All right. I can play him in extended and be plenty happy. Uh, they also added the standard generic BB Astromech. So BB eight was already in hyperspace, but now you get the generic option there if you want to go a little bit cheaper. Uh, which is nice. Jess fans everywhere yep. excited. <laughs> we just yep. need the charges. That's all we need for Jess. That's right. What was it actually going to barrel roll? <laughs> uh, we do have, yeah. So the sad news though is easy to low as far as points go in hyperspace. Uh, is easy to low up one point to forty one. Completely unplayable now, right, Carson? Like uh, I played her last weekend. I mean, you could say maybe it was unplayable. <laughs> I didn't do that great, but no. I mean, she's still great. Like forty-one points, it's fine. But did like, you have fun, it's a, Carson? It's a great pilot. Oh, so much fun. Then that's all that matters. One point is a reasonable change here because she she is nobody, really good. Nobody shot at her, so I just hold had all on, these green tokens. Hold on, why is one chilling. point reasonable here not reasonable everywhere else? Things went up a point. Oh, because Carson likes this one. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'm saying like it's still a good ship. I don't. Nah, I'm, okay I'm here. Up one points. point. Unplayable. Move on. Unplayable. <laughs> Moving on. Poe Dameron down one point. Still unplayable. Still unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> the real. The real talk is Joff going down too. Who is this points. pilot? I've literally never heard of this pilot before. It gets that free evade. It's pretty good. What? Actually. <laughs> Joff Sea Striker. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll read the ability here. He's always annoying whenever I play against. Was that him. in the like pilot pack? No, isn't I think he's no, original. Isn't he in the original? No way. Pack? Oh man, if this had been on the hyperspace hazard, I would have been <laughs> I've never heard of this pilot before. Where was this question? I was ready for Josh. I've never even seen this name pop up in this game anywhere uh, in my own experience. Joff's got a like a really elegant ability. After you lose one shield, gain one evade token. Pretty straightforward. Perfectly Seems fair. <laughs> Balance. Perfectly all fair and balanced. <laughs> okay, sure. I just like that name. Um, Ferrosphere down one. I think that's still too expensive for me, but Ferris for Ferrosphere paint. 
Yeah. Yeah. Five that's points. A, that's a tech card that's exclusive to this faction. Yeah, it's like annoying, but it should be like three. It's not, it's not five points annoying. Yeah. So as a reminder, because people probably haven't seen it for a while, after an enemy ship locks you, if you're not in the ship's bullseye, that ship gains a stress token. Like it's okay. It's like gentle, very soft control, but five points is a little too much for it. I think. Agreed. It's gonna take down that Jenden meta. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so Resistance has some large base ships. I bet those went up in points. That is literally the worst gend encounter because <laughs> they all get the stress like on turn one and then just clear it the next turn before you've even gotten close to engaging. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to do a, a blue maneuver, so it's super predictable. <laughs> Carson's got this. It's his hard counter Jeez. for Jenden. I told you I wasn't spending five points on it. <laughs> all right, let's talk about some of these point reductions for Extended. We saw the uh, name Star Fortress pilots go down. Uh, all of them went down two points, and then the generic went down one point. So across the board, some reductions there. Um, you know, Finch and Page, pretty powerful pilots for that ship. So all at uh, those two are at 58, along with Edon, and then uh, Ben Teen at 56, Venny at 54, Cat Cousin at 52. Vinny. And the Cobalt Squadron Bomber at 51. So pretty pretty decent point spread there, I think. Does this guy, guys, does this make you want to fly a Star Fortress? Nope. You know, if it <laughs> wasn't for some changes below, maybe. It's just every time they change this, they also drop the Falcon. I also agree with Carson. The points below in First Order are much more uh, interesting to me. No, but so I think Paige Tycho, which um, that was in the pilot expansion pack, Hot Shots and Aces, right? That is pretty cool because you can drop two devices uh, when you drop a device, which is pretty rad. Um, that's just a cool trick I haven't actually gotten to see on the table yet. Yeah, I mean, Paige is great. Vinny's been great. Um, and just now at an even better value. I feel like thematically this ship should just be able to have like two turns, drop a bomb, and then just bit, get removed from the table. It, it <laughs> should have that same rule as the autopilot drone. Yeah, you like lose a charge and then you just blow up. Yeah. I'm here for it. What an iconic and powerful Star Wars moment. I, I actually really enjoyed that scene. <laughs> we also saw the... Uh, res- Existence version of the YT-1300, the scavenged YT-1300, get some points reductions. Uh, everyone's favorite Force user, uh, member of the Skywalker clan, Ray, down two points to 68. Yeah, Ray Skywalker, uh, 68 points now. Ray, I, this is actually a really good, I think this is a pretty good deal. Like, that seems really appealing now, especially even compared to the other Falcons. Han Solo's down two points to 63. Chewie's down two to 61. But, like, for that five-point jump between Han and Rey, sure, you lose a little bit on initiative, but two Force charges and some free some uh, evades you can get, that's pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Rey has just been tearing it up right now. Um, she's kind of the backbone of almost all resistance lists and extended. She's just the backbone of the resistance, man. Yeah, I mean, for some reason, I decided not to play her this weekend. I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, you weren't <laughs> thinking. That was the problem. That's right. You know, she's great. Um, yeah, it's just such a good ship. I mean, with access to those upgrades, you got you know all of her best friends, Finn and Rose in there. 
Um, just all the mods rolling so many dice, you just delete ships. It's great. Uh, Corsell is just also good for making that scavenge YT-1300 actually work. It gets so many stress tokens. And then it's like, oh, and they're all gone. Yeah, so overall, not that many changes for resistance, but pretty good changes. Yeah, there's some cool stuff here. I think maybe I'm a little less excited about the changes we saw here, other than maybe Ray, because um, that is a pretty fun Falcon to fly, Falcon that cares about firing arcs. Yeah, I mean, nothing dramatic really happened here. Like, it's all little point tweaks, which is fine. That's great. Speaking of nothing changing, let's <laughs> go to the first order. Yeah, uh, no new additions in hyperspace. Um, so, But, I mean, like, I'm pretty sure most of the ships, for the exception of the Upsilon, are available to them in hyperspace anyway. So There really wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't anything to add. And actually, like, we didn't get, I say we because I'm a, devout member i guess um we didn't really see like a lot of changes here but there's some pretty substantial ones that are really interesting i think the um drop to the tie ba interceptor was kind of unexpected for me yeah i mean i didn't expect any of these pilots to go down i felt like you know they were even appropriately costed you know at what they were when they came out but uh points reductions across the board we saw von reg down two points to 55 um, very good pilot, you know, I six for the first order, which is pretty good. Um, hollow down a point to 53 Ember down four points to 48, um, two ships with very strong abilities there. And then the first order provocateur down four points as well to 41. So very affordable ship with some pretty cool abilities, um, to bolster your first order hyperspace lists. And I, like, seeing the changes to the lower initiative ones kind of makes sense to me. Like, I would have expected big changes there. I didn't think they'd drop Von Reg. Like, I thought Von, like, he wasn't overpowered or, like, exceptional, I think, really. But, like, I thought he was fine where he was at. Um, So that this is just, like, all perks as a Von Reg fan. Like, oh, cool, I've got two extra points to play with. Yeah, now you just get a free Daredevil. Yeah, exactly. uh, With purchase of one Von Reg. Um, (laughs) The Provocateur, that's a pretty exciting drop, though. I mean, 41 points, like, that's awesome. You can spam that, and it's a pretty good ship. Drops it in line with an X-Wing, so less hit points. But Initiative 3, right? Yeah, that's pretty rad. Also saw Lieutenant LaHoos in the TIE SF down one point to 38. Um, good, because I got an alt art of this dude that I want to use at some point. <laughs> yeah, he's got an interesting pilot ability. There were some pretty cool uh, store champ prizes that were themed around some first order ships, and he had some alt punch and some alt art cards in there. So bust out those things if you got them at a store champ and start flying this guy at 38 points. What a steal. They're collecting dust right now, but they're, they're waiting. <laughs> well, and kind of coinciding with that, too, I thought was interesting. They dropped the Special Forces Gunner down one point, so it's nine points now, so you can get that TIE SF special Are you, you going to include that now? Well, like, I'm starting to look at it now because that's pretty tempting. No, you like, I know. No, I, see, I love my non-Gunner I, so SFs. <laughs> here, here's the thing. You you take the gunner if you have like two named ones. You don't take the gunner on generics. For the named ones, yeah. Unless yeah. it's backdraft. Yeah. Right. Also saw the uh Sinar Jameis Engineer Silencer go down three points to forty eight. So you can fly four silencers if you want. That's cool. 
Yeah, so now this is actually a pretty big jump. So anytime, it's kind of like we see that 41-point threshold that they put the uh, First Order Provocateur at. Just so, because obviously as soon as you hit 40 points, you can fit a whole extra ship in there. Um, so that's a balancing point. Seeing the drop here from 51 to 48 is pretty substantial because that opens up a whole new list type there that wasn't available before. Whereas before, obviously, you were capped at the three of them. So if you wanted a fourth ship or more in there, you'd have to get something real inexpensive. Um, here, now you can jam forward these into a list. And that's interesting. I'm not sure where I'd put that at. I mean, these silencers are super tough, even the generics. Yeah, I they're don't pretty think you want just four of them. No, I think you want three, three with plus something else. Like, that's pretty good. What is your something else then, though? Uh, that tie FO or something? Something with a little, um, like, control? fits. You throw Von Reg in there. You could throw a Scorch in there. Oh, that that does sound kind of fun. I don't know. I like having optics on my silencers, so I'm only going to fly three of them, Tim, at me. <laughs> All right, I'll take you down. Well, then you get a named one, though, right? You can, you can hey, get but we got a we got a nerf coming in extended here. Quick draw up two points. Uh, why they got to do this to my lady? Quick draw, <laughs> forty seven points. Do you uh, guys think she was problematic at forty five? Like no, I like I like fine. hardly saw her on the table. You're only gonna get her ability off like twice if you're lucky. I mean, if you're like a really good pilot, you'll get more mileage out of it. But if you can just you know trap her, she just quickly becomes an i6 pilot with basically no pilot ability so i mean so here's here's my question though like here's here's my theory maybe if ffg is trying to push large base large bases in the game um do you think that has something to do with it because quick draw just gets in there really fast and just can pump out a bunch of damage really quickly on large bases because it's so easy to get in a range one of a large base no i think you're thinking too hard about it no I, <laughs> i'm with carson <laughs> They just saw a uh, double attack good. That was kind of the... Yeah. I think it's I mean, more initiative you know, six. It is an I-6. It's got six health, two agility, which is pretty solid. Good action bar. I mean, it's got all white actions, all linked to a white rotate. Pretty good dial. Like, it's a good ship. I mean, but I, I don't think she was oppressive at 45, so I don't, I don't understand this points increase. But really it's does, there's no there's no boost on there and barrel roll is barely a reposition right like it's that ace is high meta quick draw was dominating there so oh so this is a this is an ace is high change got it for that well and pop well supported and popular format I mean she is probably one of the best <laughs> she is no for sure pilots. yeah she is <laughs> uh, the ability is very good in that format. All right, so that gets us down to the... Uh, man, we knocked this one out pretty quick. Uh, good job, guys. Uh, yeah, it gets us down to the end of the changes here. Are, are anything in these three factions that you think should have changed that we didn't see changes to? I mean, they hit a lot of the stuff we expected. Slave 1 title, Boba Fett. I'm pretty sure Lulo and ZZ should be the same price point. I'm not sure what that number should be, but I think they should be the same price point. That's all I'm saying. I feel the same way about uh, Sarko Plank and all the Quadrajet they should all be the same price point. It's just an aesthetic thing. Yeah, I kind of like just. I kind of like the exception. Just, <laughs> just the one outlier. Or sorry, Zuvio's the thirty point one. Yeah, they should just drop that to twenty nine. You know what they're gonna do though? They're gonna hear this, and they're in the next points update. They're gonna drop Zuvio to twenty nine, and they're gonna move like Sarko up to thirty. Just oh, I'm just that. excited for the next update when aggressors go down one more point. It's gonna be even better. 
Just slowly but surely. I'm just excited that I learned about a new pilot today. You don't do that very often. <laughs> you a, should a whole fly new some character. Like Dude, a that's a sweet name too. Joff Striker. Right. John, let's do it. We'll do a live stream here in the future and we'll make you fly Joff and we'll have a It'll good be time. the first time I've ever flown a T seventy. And I'll fly Constable Zuvio. You have to punch out some cardboard. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't even own any. I can I can lend it to you. It's fine. I'm in. Can I just fly like three Joff Sea Strikers? Yeah, we just and I'll fly uh, six Constable Zuvios. Sounds perfect. I'm out. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get to the end of our uh, points update here. So I guess we could take a minute to talk a little bit overall about uh, now that we finished a th- basically a three part series talking about the points update. Wh- what are our feelings overall? Like, do we think? This was a good update. I mean, it's kind of a weird time because they didn't remove anything. So they weren't doing too much curating. Do we want to talk about how wrong we were about Nantexes? <laughs> let's t- let's take a minute to talk about how wrong we were about Nantexes. Apparently, like I said, seven or six of six, a thing. Six pretty good. Counting's hard. It, it is really hard. Um, six, pretty good. Three agility. Four hit yeah, points. I mean, that means your opponent can blow up three and you still have a decent amount of Nantexes. Nantices, Nantexes, uh, Nanti, Nantexi. I think they're Nantexi. Um, so it's funny though. We did see with the galaxy stuff, uh, Corellia this past weekend. Um, large bases were out a little bit more. Do you feel like that factored in a little bit because they have oh, obviously absolutely. the better gun, bullseye, yeah. easier to hit a large base. Large so kind bases, of almost large base turrets. They they were everywhere. Um, good meta call, right? Like to kind of preempt what people were going to bring. Yeah, you think I would have thought about that a little bit more? Nah, you had a good. You're time. too attached to easy, <laughs> right? I just like my wholesome small base shifts with decent mods. If I roll up and I see you not flying like a four ship resistance list, that like I'm worried about you. Yeah, something's okay? wrong. Yeah, where's hey, the real you can, Carson? You can fly ZZ and Ray, um, and that's great. So that's probably what I should have done. I think in general, like, I kind of wish we would have seen some more changes to the droids. Um, I don't know if that's going to continue to be a pretty overwhelming force. We, I mean, we saw a ton of them at Worlds, but uh, I would have liked to have seen grappling struts go up a point. I know, like, the drones went up a point, and I think that would have been just kind of like the cherry on top to make them a little bit more of a decision point. Yeah, and, like just one, and we're not asking like don't take him out of the game. Just like I mean, please take him out of the game. But I would have been fine with just a one point increase there. Like I think that would have been totally appropriate. I definitely expected more of a increased force across the board, and I don't think we saw that much outside of the Republic faction. Yeah, just the Jedi's. Oh, do they? Inquisitors went up a little bit, right? Uh, the generic one went up like one or two points, but the other named ones that joined hyperspace went down, didn't they? Yeah, they went fifth down. Brother so fifth sister. brother and seven sister. I did play against some of those this weekend, and they were great. Overall, though, like I don't know, it was a moderately good points update considering we can't really play the game in person right now. I think this is at least <laughs> yeah. something to ponder for a while. And then, you know, when we get one again in January and still can't do anything with those points either. Uh, <laughs> oh, then we'll, very cynical, John. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to be realistic. 
the line between cynicism and realism is getting pretty close here. Yeah, a little yeah, sad that there mask, won't be any. Make it happen. Please, yeah, please wear a mask. Um, uh, little sad physical events officially won't be happening for the rest of the year, um, which we kind of all expected, but no no major tournaments happening. But obviously, you've got the Galaxies thing going on put on by Dion and Gold Squadron. Um, so, you know, tune into that if you can, even if you're not going to be able to play, even if you can't uh, run Tabletop Simulator on your computer effectively, like certain podcasters um try to try to at least watch there's a lot of great games going on right now and i I think it's good to keep the game alive that way yeah i mean i you know i'm not as great on tts but like it's just fun to you know play a game and chat with somebody and the nice part is um because it is digital you get to play with someone from around the world um that's pretty easy so that's fun you you can show up to whichever galaxy you want for your time schedule and it's fun and you don't have to purchase seven, six Nantixi to play with six Nantixi. So there's a perk there too. Uh, this is true. It's tough to like motivate myself to get back on a TTS because I did get a little taste of playing X-Wing in person with a small group. So like now that I've done that, it's like I don't want to go back to virtual. You got your fix, yeah. <laughs> I did. So now it's kind of like, well, I'm going to do Crate uh, for the Galaxies thing in October um, honestly, probably not going to do like a whole lot of playing before that. We'll just, you know, pick something to fly that sounds fun and try to make the best out of a day. And that'll, that'll be that. I think. Yeah. I, I think you should definitely pick a list that you're going to have fun with. I mean, like what's the point, right? Like it, it is just a, a, the whole point is just to be able to have a tournament and have fun. Right. Ooh, Tim, should I bust out the five reapers? <laughs> Five Reapers again, dude. You gotta, you gotta let people know. Would that they're be still fun there. for you to play that for a whole day? <laughs> Heck no, it wasn't fun to play for a weekend. <laughs> Probably wasn't even fun to play for a game. I, I told like thirty minutes into that first game, man. I was like, I have made a mistake. <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? <laughs> I shouldn't have let Paul whisper in my ear like the Sith Lord he is. Just like the dark side Kermit version of me whispering, "Do it" in my ear. It's like I can't. <laughs> And that was like Thursday night before he we went because I was going to fly aces and he was like, fly five reapers. I was like, okay, <laughs> never again. You sacrificed your whole weekend of fun for a good cause, though. I feel like it was an important moment in Radio TCX history. You certainly made a statement. He spent weeks after that telling me he thought it was still good. And then he played it once and he was like, dude, I'm so sorry. And I was like, what did I say? <laughs> I wouldn't just lie about it. All right, let's wrap this one up. Shout out to Paul Call Nelson. it a day. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Radio TCX. If you like the show, please go on to facebook.com slash Radio TCX and like our Facebook page. If you enjoy listening, please go on to iTunes and give us a five-star review saying what you liked and why you think other people should listen. And if you want to support the show directly, please consider going on to patreon.com slash Radio TCX and becoming a supporter of the show today. It really means so much to us. And thank you to everyone who's already been supporting the show. Again, folks, thank you so much for listening, and we will be back next week with uh, not directly points-related content. So if you've been kind of worn down by us reading off numbers, uh, we'll, we'll be on to something different next week. Until then, you know, get some X-Wing games in on TTS and have fun.
Yes, my local recording's going. Yes. The, the sweating's starting. Carson's <laughs> starting to sweat. Uh, you know, Carson, if you get too hot, have you considered enjoying a nice, refreshing Ritz cracker? They're very crisp. Very refreshing. <laughs> They're very crisp. Very refreshing. Ritz crackers. What better flavor um, combination than Ritz crackers and Sprite? <laughs> Try dunking them. It's a Ritz cracker Sprite margarita. It's uh, it actually sounds kind of good. <laughs>